Hey everybody, welcome to episode 264 of the Bite Me Podcast. This is officially the last podcast of 2021, I believe. Yeah, it's come out on the 30th, so you guys uh, can assume safely that we're going to be talking Game of the Year on this podcast at some point. Colby's shortlist was 18 games long? Yep. And then, or no, it was 15 games long, and then you unnarrowed it back up to 18, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? Yeah. That, how many how many correct. games did you actually beat this year? 60? Uh, no, it was only at like 51. I'll probably ah, hit like 52 or 53. Only a game a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that's just sad. Um, yeah. We're gonna <laughs> talk game of the year. We're gonna talk about uh, what we've been playing this week that I guess may or may not include our games of the year. I don't know. I guess it'll depend on. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm not gonna make Colby reveal anything. But he may have been playing his game of the year. Who knows? Could be. Uh, could be. We're gonna talk about news. We've got uh, Riot settling the lawsuit against them for uh, just a small amount of money. Uh, there are new Sonic Legos that actually look really cool. I actually think these yeah, look way cooler. Cool. They they look way the, cooler to me than the Mario ones. Yeah, the Mario ones are. I don't know. Yeah, not. I don't know why they just didn't go with like Legos. Right. Yeah, I agree. But these ones look cool. Uh, if you are an owner of the new GTA remaster, there's a free game out there for you to grab. Um, I don't know the right way to say this because I would have thought that this was kind of a given, but maybe planning a school shooting level for your video game is is a poor idea uh nah, just gonna nah. just gonna throw that out there uh and then we're gonna talk about the best games and most played games uh i think most purchased and most played games in uh steam's best of 2021 list always some interesting data there we got uh questions from Vinny, miss happy childhood uh colby has somewhere between one and two questions i guess we'll Woo. figure that out uh, Joe Coleslaw has a question. Princess Megan has a question. Prime Fan has a question. We've got a very small amount of free games. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of games coming out right now. So there's also not a lot of free games. We got games with gold and some Game Pass goodies. Uh, and then uh, we'll finish, and the podcast will be over. So that's that's kind of the plan to get you through the next. 60 to 90 minutes, I guess, depending on how much we talk. So we'll start out with what we've been playing. Dylan, you want to talk anything about Wild Rift? Has it been exciting? Yeah, I think I extensively talked about it last time, so I don't think I necessarily need to uh, speak too much more on it other than it's it's a, it's pretty fun. It You're still enjoying yourself. Fun. Yeah. I, I downloaded it and did not play it, so, um, you know, it is what it is. Anything new, anything different, or just continuing to be good? Yeah, it's good. I I just didn't play much else because, obviously, holidays and busy yeah, yeah, yeah. kind right? of running around a little bit. Um, I hear that. But now I'm kind of snowed in, so... <laughs> so maybe you'll um, have some time? Maybe I'll play something else. I definitely... All my plans for this vacation have kind of been ruined by the snow. So. Stupid snow. <laughs> but... It happens. Yeah. It happens. How about you, know. you, Cole? What do you? What do you? You are you got snow too, but you live in Utah, so snow removal is better than it kind, probably is kind in of Seattle. Used to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Um, I played more of Anvil. Um, still really good. It appears that they fixed the uh, matchmaking bug today. Nice. Maybe nice. I'm not sure. 
Colby and I have had a, like, we play games together pretty much every weekend. Um, and we've just had a, a bad time of it lately. Um, my headset, like, all of a sudden just stopped making audio. Headsetting? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's really weird. Like, it, it seems to work fine. Like, I plugged it into my Mac, and the microphone works fine on my Mac, but it Colby couldn't hear me for anything. So I bought another one. Um, I'd had this one for... I don't know, two or three years, which seems like actually a pretty, a pretty good life for a headset. Um, but I got the new, uh, the version. So I had the, the, um, let's see, what are these? The Hyper X Cloud, Cloud 2. 2. And so I bought the Hyper X Isn't that coming Cloud. out in January? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no, so <laughs> here, here's even better call. I bought the Hyper X, oh, Cloud Alpha S. <laughs> set which uh, the the ones we have the cloud twos they don't make them anymore you can only buy in refurbed and that seemed kind of dangerous and so i bought the essentially the new ones that replaced it they're super nice they sound terrific um same removable microphone which is nice same build quality which is nice they still have the aluminum headband which i like because i've got a giant head and i tend to break headphones with the size of my massive noggin um but these ones actually have a removable headphone too which is nice because that's actually or not uh headphone but uh like the the cable that runs, what do they call that? Like the cable that runs between your your headphones and um, like where you plug it in. So that's nice that you know it actually has two things that if they broke you could just replace them. So I don't know, they seem nice. Um, they they sound great. Can't complain. They're like a I don't know. I think they retail for one thirty. I got them for like a hundred bucks, but it was nice because I just used gift cards for my birthday. So everything worked out great. But so Colby will be able to hear me next time we play, yeah. um, and maybe we'll actually be able to play Anvil, which has the matchmaking has been broken for I don't know two weeks. Week. I think it's yeah. like a week and a half. Yeah. So every time we tried, it did not work. So it yeah. wasn't just us though. It was everything. <laughs> like you, you literally couldn't hey. play it multiplayer. Yeah, um, it's too bad. Yeah. Uh, and then I played some Halo Infinite, and I'm pretty sure my patience for Halo Infinite ended about two hours ago in-game. Um, it's still good. It's, it's still fun, but, like, I hit about the 11-hour mark, and I was like, I want this game to end now. I don't want to keep, you know, I'm going. Done. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. I'm like, okay, no more, you know, bases, anything like that. I'm just going straight through the story. Um, and I'm hoping that I'm getting near the end. I don't know. Like, I think it's a good game, but I think the open-worldness of it is kind Unnecessary. of... Unnecessary. Well, I, I'm going to say more lacking. Um... Like, you've got all these things, you know, like, oh, go rescue these soldiers or go beat this, you know, big bad guy kind of thing. And, or go, you know, liberate this fob, you know, kind of thing. And so, like, the the fobs are actually important because you can fast travel to them. But, like, going and saving the, you know, the, I don't know, marine guys does nothing. Um, going and, you know, battling the big bosses does nothing um so they're just kind of there but like you don't get upgrades you don't you know like you may get like a a, a, what are the the spartan coins or whatever that you know make it so you can upgrade your shield or your grappling hook or whatnot or like a you know hey this will change your armor in multiplayer you know kind of thing but like you don't get new guns you don't get new 
things for doing that. And so like at the end of the day, it feels kind of pointless. Um, and, and my other kind of complaint is, is that it's an open world that is completely uninhabited. Uh, Like too bad. There doesn't, I mean like, there's not a lot of guys just around or if they are, they're, you know, in like a, Oh, Hey, this is a, what are the, the towers that the propaganda towers you'll find like those. But like for the most part, there's just not a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I still think it's a good game, but like, I don't know. It, It just got to the point where I just want it to kind of be over so I can play something new. I gotta say, because I, I played it too, um, and I find it very frustrating that, like, I played. So I, I've played the first Halo, and I've played Halo Infinite. Like that's that's the my my Halo. Hey, Genesis. we played ODST. Oh, and ODST. Um, and I think it's really frustrating that problems I had with Halo 20 years ago are like the same problems I have with today. <laughs> I I've never played a game that does a worse job of showing you where to go next. Um, like the game literally has a button to push <laughs> to show you where, where your next objective are, which is super nice. It's really great, but I don't understand why they can't just do it. Like so far cry six, I'm playing at the same time and they do a really good job of if you can jump on something and if they expect you to jump on something, if, if you're supposed to go this way, it's going to be orange. There's going to be something to, to show you to go that way. Um, there's a lot of like, uh, you know the the story of the game is that the 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 revolutionaries that fought the revolution in 1967 planted blue flowers along their paths so you could you know like follow the path. and they just do a really good job of like environmentally telling you where to go but also they have a mini map that shows you where you know the stuff is and halo just it doesn't matter i'm walking through the ship i'm like everything still looks the same there's <laughs> there's no real good indication of where to go next um, and I, I was hitting that stupid, like, where do I go next button just constantly. Um, and, man, I hate, absolutely hate having to switch guns. Like, I, there's nothing <laughs> that makes that game feel worse than going. Because I think the thing is, is the gun they give you, like, the Marines, mm-hmm. like, machine gun gun is it's great. <laughs> it feels good, has a lot of punch to it, like, it feels good to use. And then they're like, Oh, I'm sorry. That little weird thing you just shot. Now you have to take his gun. I'm like, Woo-hoo! you know, I'm like, pew, 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 pew. and there's no, there's no gun feel to it. It just, they feel crappy. Um, and it, there's just nothing, nothing that makes me dislike that game more. So I get you like, like you, I will probably play more of it. Um, I did, I will say I did stream it the entire time. Like I didn't actually install that game and it played great. So my, my suggestion is switch to the Marine gun that has the like scope on it. Yeah. Because it does three round bursts. So you don't go through as much ammo. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I don't know. I've been, I've been able to use that pretty much the entire time, but yeah, every time it's like, uh Oh, you're out of ammo. Pick up something new. I'm like, do I have to? Like I, I wish I, really I wish I had. To. I've spent a lot of time today and yesterday. I, like literally, when I say I've spent two days assembling IKEA furniture, I'm not 
being exactly hyperbolic. I bought a lot of furniture IKEA and it took a very long time to install. But one of the pictures of like the tools you'll need, I swear, is one of the guns from that game. <laughs> I'm like, what am I gonna use that for? And I still have never actually used it for anything. So I, I don't know what it was or what it was for. I'll send you a picture of it or post it or something because it looks very much like one of the I don't I don't know, those little dudes that looks like traffic cones. I, I don't know what their names are, but um it looks like one of their guns, like pew, pew, pew. So whatever. Um, I've been playing more Far Cry too, and it's fine. But I, I'm kind of at the same place of Far Cry, I think, where you are of Halo, where like I'm I'm only doing the missions because yeah. I it's just not it's just not interesting enough to do anything but. Um like the whole idea of like where I'm at in the story is you're trying to um there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of small groups of, of revolutionaries and you're trying to gather them all up under um, like kind of one figurehead um, so that you can actually like, you know, more people in your group make for a better revolution, I guess. And it's, it's okay, but a lot of it's doing like weird favors for people and a lot of, I don't know. It's fine. Um, and, and the story is actually pretty good, but I'm just, the game itself is kind of, just kind of lackluster. Um, I'm playing it on story, like the story level mission. Like I'm not, I'm playing it on easy, like whatever the easiest mission is. And I, I think the unfortunate part of that is that it makes it easy, but it makes it easy because everyone on the other team is just a bunch of, st they're just stupid. They're like complete idiots. Um, have, have you noticed that the AI in, Halo is not fantastic. I don't know if I've played enough of it to notice or not because like everything just kind of dies when you shoot it. So I've noticed a lot of times when I shoot things from like a good distance away, they don't necessarily react or they react like way too late. Like yeah. I've I've done like three or four bursts and they're like, oh hey, I'm getting shot. Yeah, Far Cry is kind of the same way where like every once in a while you'll like snipe a person that's standing next to another person and they just kind of go like, Oh shoot, Bob, what happened to Bob? <laughs> and then they'll kind of just like, there was a mission where I was trying to liberate a bunch of people like being held in a zoo. Um, and literally I just found a spot where no one, they just couldn't find me. And, and I mean, I guess maybe in real life, that's kind of how it would work too. I, I don't, I don't know. Like if, if you were trying to hunt a bunch of soldiers, it seems like that they would be better trained than to just like all kind of run together in a group and, and run around as I pick them off. Um, like they weren't smart enough to get behind cover. They weren't smart enough to tell which direction sniper rifle fire was coming from. And, and so it's like, I don't, I, what I wish I knew is if, they're dumb because I made it easy and that's just like their easy AI or if they're dumb because the AI in Far Cry 6 is bad. Um, and like, I don't want to make it harder because I don't actually want to make the game more difficult for myself, but I kind of wish that instead of being dumb, they actually were just easier to kill. Like, I think I would enjoy the game more if it was just like I shot someone and they died versus, um, them still taking two or three shots to die, but being really stupid while I do it. Um, and also, like, man, that game is... So there's... The idea behind it is you have... You can either make your guns 
do really well against quote unquote like soft targets, which is unarmored people or hard targets, which is armored people. But armored people sometimes just mean like it's a dude wearing a helmet. And I'm sorry, (laughs) it doesn't matter. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Like I'm not a gun guy, but if I shoot someone in the head with a sniper rifle and they're wearing a helmet, it's, they're not just going to go like, Huh? What was that? Ow. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they may live, but it seems to me like that's going to like probably knock them down and it, put them down on gonna, the ground for yeah. a minute. <laughs> their, <laughs> like, their head's going to be ringing a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, I think the thing is, is, but I mean, that tell, that's to me the same thing about body armor is if you're shooting someone with, I, that's fine. You're wearing a, a bulletproof vest and I understand, I guess that my sniper rifle might not go through that i i guess (laughs) i guess um but like also you're not just gonna stand there (laughs) like that's gonna hurt like a mofo i've got to think so i mean i guess the thing is to me is is getting shot with a sniper rifle and a bulletproof vest i would think would be the same as like having a baseball thrown at you and hitting you in the chest really really hard Um, you're you're stopping something moving thousands of feet per second yeah with with your your body (laughs) and so like i think you'd at least stagger a little bit (laughs) but no they just like huh what was that i'm like well that was a bullet hitting your chest buddy (laughs) so I don't know. Um, it's my favorite thing in video games is when like you're sniping people and you shoot someone, their friends dead. And they like, look around and went, huh? Must've been the wind. I'm like, your uh-huh. friend is dead with a bullet in his head. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to, really f- I, I like, they don't catch Lee Harvey Oswald and just look around and be like, huh? Wind's real bad today. Yeah. I don't know. The, uh, the, they're just not very bright and it's fine. Like it is what it is. It's, it's not the fallout game I wanted, but it's the far cry game. I wanted, but it's the far cry game. I got. So it's definitely not the fallout game. You want. It's definitely not the fallout game. I wanted either. Um, like where's the forties music. This is weird. Yeah. It actually does have like some of the music in it. It's kind of, kind of good though. Like there's some bangers in that, in that game. They're all, it's all like Latin music, but it's all pretty good. So, cause it's not Cuba, as you'll recall. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk about our patrons for a moment. You can be a patron if you would like, uh, by going to bite me podcast.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash bite me podcast, whichever you prefer, uh, and giving us a little bit of cash to keep the show running. Uh, and if you are one of our $10 donors, we will say your name every episode. So big shout out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, uh, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr., our delightful anonymous donor, who I still don't know who you are. Like, you should make sure, uh, I'm going to be sending out stuff pretty soon, so you should make sure at least your address is in there. You can you can maintain an anonymity down to an address, I guess. Um I don't know. Get a P.O. box. We'll see. And Rich Deacon. Maybe I'll just take Rich's uh, to him directly. I'm going to have lunch with him on, on Sunday. So maybe I'll just give him his stickers. I don't know what Dylan's looking on his, his computer, but doesn't it look like Dylan's on Pornhub? It really, <laughs> the, the screen before it really had a, a real Pornhub feel to it. Um, he is. Which is fine. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fault Dylan. If he wants to look at two things at once, that's fine. Uh, anyways, thank you to our patrons again, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for, uh, paying for our software. So I don't have to, uh, also you got like a day to donate to Patreon or I'm sorry to extra life. If you want to increase our extra life, uh, you know, 
amount past four thousand dollars this month you can go to bite me podcast.com slash extra life for that but i'm actually pretty happy with four grand for 2022 it's been a rough couple of years so for us to do that uh be able to help all the kids in children american children miracle network hospitals that's a terrible set of words put together uh has been uh, a real thrill every year so i think uh i think we as a as a podcaster at twenty two thousand dollars over five years so that is not too shabby um dylan can, can you come back and say news real fast news was it pornhub Okay. Is anyone stuck <laughs> under a bed or anything? <laughs> All right. So, uh, game. Oh my gosh. There's Dylan's cat. I love that cat so much. Oh gosh. What a what a great cat. Um, game of the year. So, uh, should do you want to start, Cole? Since you have you you are very I vested think I in go, game of the, you want to go last. I should go last. Yeah. Okay. I've got like a system. I mean, it's probably different than your guys' system. It's so it's. it's there are no rules, only vibes. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, in the past, I don't think we did this last year either, but in the past we've always, like, like game of the year was like, choose your favorite game that came out on Xbox and Nintendo and PC and whatever. And then I, for like two years, I, I didn't, didn't play a PlayStation game. Yeah. Um, and I, I, have, probably, I didn't play a single game that wasn't on Xbox, I think, this year. Didn't you say that almost all of the games you played this year were on Game Pass? Like, wasn't, like, 99% um, of them Game Pass games, too? Yeah, I mean, like, of my top five of 2021, four of them were on uh, Game Pass. Game Pass. Oh, and crazy. the ones that are not in 2021, every single one was either on Game Pass or Games with Gold. Crazy. Um, so I guess what I will say is I, I beat... I did not beat a lot of games this year. Um, Slacker. Yeah, I'm going to say like 12, maybe 13. So I beat about one a month, which isn't terrible. Like, it's not awful. Um, considering I also put like almost 200 hours into Stardew Valley. Um, like, I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm, I'm not counting Red Dead Redemption 2, and I put another like 80 hours <laughs> into that cliff. You have more time than I do, too. You also did not do a cross-country move in the middle of the year. I'm just, you know, saying. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with, with 12 games. That's fine. Um, there's a possibility. Nah, I probably won't. Oh, actually, I did not add 12 minutes to this, so I actually beat 13 games this year. Um, there we go, right there. Um, but most of the games I, I rated highly are not games that came out this year. So, like, I, I of the games that I gave, like, a 9, essentially, to, um, Cat's Quest 2 came out last year. Super good game. Um, Sundered came out a couple of years ago. It's like 2017, a 20, Yeah, 2018. But, man, that's a great Metroidvania if you want to play a really good Metroidvania. Um, Haven came out in 2020. Um, I don't think Haven is for anyone or everyone. It's not for anyone. It's not for everyone, but I really, really, really liked Haven. That, unfortunately, is not on Game Pass anymore either. Um, it's only $12 on sale right now until the Yeah, second. I really recommend Haven if you want kind of a, a weird story-based game. Um, it was it was good. Um, Spiritfarer did not come out this year, but Spiritfarer was very, very good. Um Golf Club Wasteland did come out this year, um, and it would probably be, 
I think if if Golf Club Wasteland had been a slightly better golf game, it might have actually been a, a better game of the year contender for me. Um, it was it had a terrific story. Like I loved nearly everything about Golf Club Wasteland, but I thought the actual golf was kind of lousy. <laughs> See, I like the golf, like yeah, arcadey. Yeah, it just it didn't. I don't know. I found the golf to be more frustrating than I did fun. So. Uh, 12 minutes was probably more of like an eight for me, but it was, it was really good. So I, like to me, I had to kind of narrow down my, my games to games that actually came out this year that I rated highly. And so, uh, my game of the year is going to be Psychonauts 2, which, um, was a, a game that kind of, I, I was actually, very much under the impression that maybe I just don't like 3D platformers anymore. Um, and Psychonauts 2 is a game that convinced me maybe all of the 2D plat- 3D platforms I've been playing li- lately were just bad. Um, like I played Super Mario, I played a hat and or Super Mario Odyssey, I played a hat in time, I played Ukulele, I played um, Super Lucky's Tale, and thought they were all just kind of okay like none of them really grabbed me and so I, i'm like maybe i've just gotten past the point where i really enjoy 3d platformers a, a genre that i used to really enjoy like i used to love the spire of the dragons and uh you know like a lot of those kind of, of games and it, i think it turns out that i just wasn't playing good ones um and psychonauts 2 is a very very good one it's got a great story it's got just like delightfully bizarre animation um it's got puzzles that are are challenging but not overly challenging and it's got a ton of accessibility options that um make it playable really regardless of the level of skill you have i think it takes two as a game that probably would have entered into that kind of level for me but it takes two desperately needs accessibility options that allow you to play that game with um people that aren't necessarily gamers. And I think the fact that it doesn't have those actually probably takes it down from being uh, a game of the year contender into not being a game of the year contender. So for me, it's Psychonauts 2. It's uh, available on Game Pass if you want to play it. It's uh, by Double Fine, which is owned by Microsoft. So $60 game that you can play day and date on Game Pass. So you can play it for free right now. And I, I would really recommend you do. It's like maybe... 20, 25 hours long, and it's every second of it was fun. I did, there was no parts of it that I didn't enjoy. So that's going to be me. How about you, Dylan? What's your what's your game of the year? Pretty torn between a game that came out almost 20 years ago. Yeah, that's fine. I, and, that that uh, can be a game of the year for this year. There are no rules here, uh, Dylan. Being just vibes, I guess. Vice City and uh, Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, seriously though, a game that came out 20 years ago is still uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, 20 years later, um, but I guess if I had to pick a a recent game, uh, Ratchet and Clank is a masterpiece of a game. I've heard, um, I've heard it's just great. Yeah, um, like everything, like really every part of it, being like engaging story probably the best looking game to date yeah um kind of looks like a pixar movie um all the guns are fun like the gameplay itself is just very fun um a lot of just like 
explosions all over the place lots of enemies like and for it to handle it so like flawlessly it's pretty it's definitely worth playing and i'm glad i was able to borrow a ps5 to play it because <laughs> i still really don't have much interesting in um uh, much one. interest in owning one um but it's a good game like it's is it worth a ps5 that's that's hard to hard to say it's not like you can buy one anyway so right i Um, i really hope that game comes to pc because i've just decided that i'm not i've bought a ps playstation system the last two generations um and barely played and barely played it um and so i'm just hoping that all of the exclusives that used to come to PlayStation will come to PC and I can just play them on a PC because that's that's the only way I, re- I want to play them with an Xbox controller and I probably want to be able to play them with like some sort of cheats enabled too so I don't know well I I, I, I hold out hope so that's a good call Dylan I think that's a that's a real good call sounds fun how about you Cole? tell us your process like I don't think most people have so- a game of the year process so my process is, is I have done it into two categories. Um, games that I played in 2021 but came out before 2021. Okay. And then games that I played in 2021 that came out in 2021. I, I um, guess if that's I, how we're going to do it, I'm going to choose Cat Quest 2 as my game that came out in another year um, okay. that, that I that I played this year. Spirit Pharaoh is better. I really, really, really enjoyed Spirit Spiritfarer. Um, I'll be frank. It, there were there there were two things that make me not choose Spirit Fair for that, um, and one is that I thought kind of a lot of the like kind of day to day stuff around the ship I didn't really super enjoy. I didn't really enjoy the planting things. I didn't really enjoy the cooking food part of that game, um, and I it just wasn't. It, but that's true in a lot of a lot of things. I just don't. That's not something I enjoy doing in video games. And that game was maybe too sad, Cole. I don't know if I can choose a game that like made me that depressed to be game of the year. But man, like R. Any, Stanley. Yeah, Jesus. Um, that game was really, really good, though. Um, the thing about Cat's Quest is Cat's Quest is probably the first game that I've played in. I don't even know how long that I actually hundred percented. Like I literally did everything in that game, and you know all the achievements, every single extra bad guy, um, and I played that co-op, which which actually I think makes nearly every game better. So um, I, I really liked Cat's Quest Two a lot. So anyway, uh, please continue. So I then it was narrowed down to nine each. Um, I just it was just by chance like it was that I had nine in the thing and so I just did it at that Uh, and so I will start with the four honorable mentions in 2021 Uh, Moonlighter uh, which is a great little like it's like a roguelike right that you but also a it's not roguelike it's Um, I don't know how I would describe that game. Dungeon it's Crawler. That's dungeon what I was Crawler, looking for. Dungeon Crawler, yeah. It's, it's a weird also, game. But uh, also, you know, selling stuff sim. Life sim, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Observation, which Cliff just got for Christmas. I'm very excited to play um, it. It is a very good, like, kind of narrative space game set in a, a spooky space station. Um very good super liminal which is a puzzle game that is currently on game pass if you haven't played it you should it uh, does really cool things with 
like size. I think um, that game just and, got released on in VR too. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Because it's all about like you know if you take something far away and drop it, it gets huge because of uh, perspective. That's it's all about perspective. It's very well done. Maybe maybe it's not. I I thought I I thought I heard that that was coming to VR, but maybe it was something like that. So anyway, and then stories untold, which is a text-based horror game, and is very good as well. Cliff also got that for Christmas and needs to play it. I am very excited to play that as well. It looks, we'll that looks with, really cool. Yeah, it's really good. Then we'll go with my top five. Uh, so number one is Monster Sanctuary. If I had to choose one, like just a all-around number one, it would be this game. I put 170 hours into it. You played all um, of the New Game Plus too, right? So I beat it, and then New Game Plus was released like a day later, or like a week later. I beat it again on New Game Plus... And then started it up a third time and made it about halfway through. That's crazy. Um, Spirit Fair, also amazing. Um, Subnautica, which was one of those games that just like kind of came out of nowhere for me, and it was great. Yeah. Um, all of these are on Game Pass. <laughs> um, Kingdom Two Crowns, which was another game. God, that, that game's uh, so amazing. <laughs> so good. That one's on Games with Gold, so if you didn't get it, sucks to suck. Um, and then Remnant from the Ashes, which was, really was a really good uh, roguelike that I think that was like one of the only... Or not... God, I keep saying roguelike. Souls-like. Yeah. There we go. Uh, really, really good. It's probably one of the only Souls-like that I've really enjoyed. Um, and then we move on to 2021. And the honorable mentions are Summer and Mara which is like a kind of life simmy game um, made by Chai Big Studios. It is not on Game Pass, but oh. is you can get it and Dalen Pocket Planet on most uh, systems. That's their two games that they've released this year. They're uh, both really good. And if you watch the credits, my kid's name is in it oh. because I was a Kickstarter for Dalen Pocket Planet. Um, Narita Boy, which was a uh, side-scrolling, like really, like kind of interesting art direction game. Uh, like it was kind of like '80s retro. Um, really I need good. to give that another try. I think soundtrack's I bailed, awesome. I think I bailed too early on that one. That is a game that I think you kind of need to play like consistently. Yeah, because it has like quite a few systems. And it's like it's not one of those games that you can walk away from for like three weeks and be like, okay, where was I? Because you'll be lost yeah. not only on the map but also like, so what button does what now? And it was only like five or six hours long, wasn't it? I want to say it was like eight. Yeah, eight to ten maybe. Uh, golf Club Wasteland. I liked the golf. Cliff didn't. It was still a um, terrific game. Like, might be I mean, because he's bad. Yeah. Uh, and then Backbone, which is a. I don't know, detective game where you're a raccoon. I forgot about the game. I need to play that. That's it's really good. Yeah. I really liked it. And then we'll we'll go we'll go in descending order the 2021 games. Wait, we're not even to your game of the year yet? No, those were honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number five, Subnautica Below Zero. You um, actually like that better than the original? No, because this was 2021. I actually uh, like the original right. better, Sorry. but this yeah, is a 2021 yeah, yeah, yeah. list. I forgot. Um, they're both really good though. Uh, Death's Door, which is a 
I don't know, like if a Souls like and a Link to the Past had a game uh, had a baby and it was a little tiny crow with a lightsaber. Yeah, games be that game. The game's difficult. Um, and then Archvale, which was a twin stick shooter game that was just released on uh, on Game Pass, really good, really fun. And I don't know, like I I kind of have a tie, and I kind of have like a. So it's between the Ascent and Anvil. So the problem is, is like Anvil. I haven't beat Anvil because you can't really beat Anvil. Um, oh, you can't. I don't believe so. Because I mean, you just beat third system, and then I mean, I guess that would be beating it. I don't know. Interesting. Um, it's just like an online multiplayer kind of game. So I don't know. Hmm. Um, but I've also put like I don't know sixty hours into it in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a really fun game. But like the ascent was just like a really good, like game like a you know kind of single and or multiplayer experience Did it's, I play it's more the of a with you yeah a little bit remind me which twin one stick is. shooter uh cyberpunk kind of game oh that game was really good yeah i really yeah. enjoyed that too yeah and so like that's more of like a game game than anvil i would say like because yeah. anvil is you know it's it's you know there's no i mean there's a story but like you know it's bare you know base essentials kind of story yeah and the Ascent is more of a game game, um, but they're both really good, and they're both on Game Pass. Um, all three of my top three games this year were twin stick shooters. That's weird. Uh, it, it is kind of weird, but uh, yeah, they're good. I think people should play them, and that was my game of the year. So game of the year is either Anvil or the Ascent? The Ascent, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a tie. Yeah, yeah, fair. All right. I, I like you know if I, if you want like a game like a like a you know actual game with story and stuff the ascent. ascent if you want kind of a you know like game that's really fun but there's very little story and it's all just you know then you got Nanville. <laughs> good stuff good stuff all right well I think that one thing we can agree on is a lot of really good games came out this year um you know there's just there's good stuff and I think that uh like if for some reason you're sleeping on game pass that's also a mistake and i think even more than that if you look at if you if you look at this happens a lot and i notice a lot they're like hey here's 12 new games coming out on game pass and like every single time one of the top commenters is well i don't know there's nothing there i want to play and i'm like maybe what you should do is play one of those games play all of those games because just because you look at it and like, well, I've never heard of this. It's not my AAA studio. Doesn't mean that it's not good. Like, there's some shockingly good stuff on on Game Pass that you maybe just aren't playing, and that maybe you should be. So, just gonna say that there's so many games that I've played that there I would have never played if it never. had not been for Game Pass. Million. Years. I'm not paying twenty five bucks for Anvil because it's a it's like a twin stick like roguelike yeah uh that would not be in my wheelhouse yep but i played it and i loved it i would not play kingdom two crowns it's a side-scrolling defense you know tower game but yeah yeah absolutely uh anyways we're going to talk about real news for for now um so riot games makers of uh dylan's current game that he's playing uh wild remind me what it's called wild 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 rift Rift. 
uh, as as well as the company behind League of Legends and Valorant, um, will be paying out a hundred million dollars in uh, settlement fees to the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, and the California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement, and several private pla- pla- plaintiffs in a lawsuit that uh, said that they were terrible and full of gender discrimination and generally awful. Um, so it's $20 million going to lawyers and uh, $80 million to all current and former full-time employees and temporary agency contractors in California who identify as a woman and worked at the company from November 2014 to today. <laughs> um, that's uh, like I, there is absolutely nothing they can do um, that actually probably makes what they did better, but um, $100 million at least makes maybe other companies realize that there are consequences to being terrible and not doing anything about your terribleness. Uh, Their quote was, three years ago, Riot was at the heart of what became a reckoning in our industry. We had to face the fact that despite our best intentions, um, which I think I'll interrupt here and say, I believe we know what path those pave, um, we haven't always lived up to our values. As a company, we stood at a crossroads. We could deny the shortcomings of our culture, or we could apologize, quick course. Hey. We could deny the shortcomings of our culture, or we could apologize, correct course, and build a better riot. We chose the latter. We're incredibly grateful to every rioter who has worked. For, don't call your people that work at your company rioters. That that's not <laughs> that's not smart. <laughs> um, who has worked to create a culture where inclusivity is the norm? Where we're, spade? <laughs> Come on, he doesn't like riot games, Cliff. Jesus. Uh, we're deeply committed to fairness and equality and we're embracing diversity fuels creativity and innovation. We're proud of how far we've come since 2018. We may, must also take re- responsibility for the past. We hope that the settlement proof properly acknowledges those who had negative experience at Riot and demonstrates our desire to lead by example in bringing more accountability and equality to the game industry. So I guess that's something. We're sorry. <laughs> I mean... You know, it, it it sounds like a terrible place to work for the most part. Hopefully, um, hopefully this is is uh, hopefully this at least like like I said lets people know that you can't be terrible. Um, I, I would like people to remember though that the original settlement was ten million dollars for that same group of people, and the uh, DFEH, which is the uh, California Department of Fair Employment and Housing stepped in and said, no, 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 no. $10 million isn't nearly enough. So um, I guess $100 million was. So <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, their CEO is still under investigation for uh, sexual harassment and discrimination. So I, I'm sure everything will be fine. Um, on better news, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone set uh, has been announced and it was going to be it'll be released in just a matter of days actually uh, January 1st 2021 for $69 nice um, it's really really cute um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes because I think this is actually something you should see but it's it's got a little Sonic and he's running through one of the little like kind of 360 loop-de-loops that Sonic runs through it's got this adorable little crab guy um, it's got what? What's the what's the bad guy from Sonic? Doctor Robotnik. 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 He's he's there. He's driving like some sort of little 
mini submarine i don't i don't know it's it's adorable it's really really cute like like dylan and i were saying earlier i think it's way like it from the like just a hey this thing is adorable kind of thing it's way cuter to me than than the mario ones i always, like none of the mario ones even appeal to me at all and this one is 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 really great so i don't know you guys anything you is that something you'd buy for 70 bucks like I, i'm not i don't know if i'm a if I, I need more like display shelf space for these kinds of things because I like them, yeah. but I don't have a Lego room yet. Not yet. Are you thinking Not about maybe you could like close in your patio and it could be like yeah. a patio slash Lego, Lego display space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I'd love to have a Lego room one day because mm, that's ki- the dream. I'm kind of in the same boat. We uh, After we moved, we realized that... Um, we have about the same square footage as we did in my last house, but we lost like three closets, um, which is <laughs> drastically reducing my ability to have things. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't have a Lego room yet either. So do do you have a Lego room, Cole? Yeah, several. Colby's got several Lego rooms. So Colby's Colby's paying the seventy bucks to get uh, some Sonic. Uh, if I'm paying money for Legos, it's going to be Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Dylan. Um, as a owner of the Grand Theft Auto, the Trilogy Definitive Edition, I, I don't think I realized how bad of a name that is, uh, would would probably be interested to know that he can, uh, as I think kind of a mea culpa from Rockstar, get a copy of Grand Theft Auto V Premium Edition, Grand Theft Auto IV Complete Edition, Max Payne Three, L.A. Noir, or Bully Scholarship Edition, Um just because you bought another video game, <laughs> um, you have until January 5th to claim it. You just have to go to the Rockstar Game Shop and uh, get uh, get your free stuff. You can also, I guess, um, get a great white shark card in GTA Online or 55 gold bars in Red Dead Online. So, Is it only for PC? I, I think it's only on PC. So yeah, I think yeah, so. So I'm out of luck, even though. Oh, I, don't. I thought you bought it on the PC. No, I got it on Xbox. Mm. Well, so. sorry. I mean, I guess you could still go look, but uh, yeah. but if I guess if you're a PC gamer, go check that out. But no, yeah, you're right. It is PC PC owners only. Bummer. Yeah. Sorry, Dylan. You could have been rocking. Seems back. kind of strange. Yeah, my guess is but, it's because they don't have their own store on. Right. Uh, they, yeah, they. So there's probably some costs associated with this. You know, for them to give away a copy of Grand Theft Auto Five on their their own store is probably free. To give it away in the mm-hmm. Xbox store probably has some some cost to it. But bummer. Well, I guess anyone who owns a PC copy of that game, you could go. I also don't have a problem with it. So. Yep, Dylan. As we discussed earlier, Dylan and I are the only ones that didn't like God of War. Yeah, um, and Dylan's the only one fine. in the world that likes the Grand Theft Auto uh, trilogy. Like what Dylan likes it, babies. Dylan so. likes it so much. I've almost thought about buying it just because I'm curious at this point. Like I was not on the the like I'm going to buy this game before, but like I'm super yeah. curious now. So I mean, the only thing I'd say is like, sure, if you don't want to pay like the whole price of the game. Because, yeah, you'll probably get it cheaper someday. Yeah, like, yeah. if that's you're not into it because of that, sure. Otherwise, I don't. There's just not that much issue with this game. Maybe like, that's. It's, it's fine. Maybe that's know. my, my it's play. It's 20 years old. Is I'll like, wait it's for 20 years sale. old. Come on. 
All right. Give it a break. Give. No, people just want a whiny Grand baby Theft so they Auto can get a free alone. game. They want another free 20-year-old game. <laughs> but, I mean, like, let's be honest. If you had it on PC, you'd just get a free game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I have Even all those games. Was good. Well, you don't have a thousand dollars in shark cards, though. Yeah, a bunch That's of true, but I don't play cards. online. <laughs> you shouldn't either. Grand Theft Auto Online is so weird. It's so weird. Uh, SWAT. Uh, well, Ready or Not is a, a SWAT style shooter. So it's, it's supposed to kind of like a lot of people say it's kind of taken over the mantle of the SWAT games by Sierra, which uh, if you ever want to read. SWAT game was in 2000, like what, four? Yeah, probably. If you ever want to read a really, really interesting article, I, I, I do not know. I'll see if I can track it down and put it in the show notes. But someone wrote a really interesting deep dive into the making of SWAT 4 and. And how Daryl Gates is a horrible person. Yeah, and how Daryl Gates is a horrible, horrible person. Um, it was a really interesting read, but I'll, uh, I'll check that out. Um, anyways, it came out. Uh, just before Christmas and early access. And it's it's gotten some kind of uh, pretty good reviews, actually. Um, I don't know what's wrong with my dog. I apologize. He's on one today. He doesn't today. like Daryl Gates either. He doesn't like Daryl Gates either. He just keeps walking to my front door and barking at it. There's no one out there. I don't know what his deal is. Um, anyway, uh, it's in a like, Q&A on... Um, I think Reddit, I believe, they asked uh, the developers um, if they were going to add a school shooting level to um, <laughs> to this game. And I don't have the exact quote, unfortunately, but um, the, the guy replied, oh, here, here's the exact quote, was, you better believe it's gonna have a <laughs> school shooting uh, level and and essentially they a lot of people just didn't think that that was the right way to to announce that yeah you were gonna have a school shooting level if if there is a right way to announce <laughs> yeah that. is there a good way to announce that you know I think like obviously developers are free to make whatever choices they wish to make in the video games they make but I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a way to make a school shooting level that is either not horrible or doesn't just like kind of shit all over the like memories and legacy of a lot of kids who have died being shot at schools. Um, like I'm not, I'm not sure that that's a, that's a game. Anyway, um, their publisher has shockingly dropped them, um, but they say that it was completely unrelated, and I'm sure that nobody is lying. <laughs> um, I, you know, they, they say it wasn't Void uh, 17, which is their, their publisher. Oh, I'm sorry, Team 17, uh, their publisher, has said it wasn't. I, I, I don't I don't believe that to be true. But anyway... Um, I the disappointing thing is I hear that uh, that Ready or Not is actually pretty good. So if if you're into SWAT style stuff, maybe check it out. But if you're into school shootings, um, maybe don't check or not into school shootings. Maybe don't check it out. Or I'm I'm not sure the moral here. So <sighs> school shooting levels are bad. I think that's that's the the moral. So anyway, uh, let's talk about the best of Steam. I think that's a good transition. Um, it was the best of steam. It was, it the, was the best of steam. <laughs> it was the worst of steam. Uh, you 
are probably not going to be shocked about the the way they they kind of talk about this is it's it's uh, divided up into top sellers, new releases, most played, so on and so forth. Um, top sellers. Um, I am surprised that PUBG is in it. Um, like to me, that's a game that that is not a, a top seller. But the rest of them are, are either free to play or huge. So Counter Strike Global Offensive. Very cheap. Battlefield 2042, I didn't think actually did very well, so I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Destiny's free to play. Apex is free to play. Dota 2 is free to play. Rainbow Six Siege, I think, has a pretty strong community. Um, you still play that ever, Dylan, or is that kind of falling off for you? Play what? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, I played it, like, not recently, yeah. but... Kind of recently. Sure. I mean, I would play it. I, yeah. I don't... Just need the right group. No, I don't have the same people that played it regularly. You need a crew all is what you're saying. Because it's definitely not yeah. really optimal for yeah. a single person experience. I hear that. Um, uh, New Worlds is on that list, which is interesting because that game just sold a ton of copies and everybody stopped playing it. That's that Amazon MMO. Apparently, like, they're their uh, top player, like the amount of people playing has dropped to the point where they're going to start consolidating servers because you log into a server, it has like 200 people on it, which is not enough to fill it up. Uh, Dead by Daylight, again, another kind of multiplayer big game that's been around for a while. I think people keep doing This one's interesting. Um, Naraka Blade Point, which is some sort of Bruce Lee type game, which I've never heard of, is in the top sellers. Uh, GTA 5 and Valheim round that out. So I, Valheim, I've heard great things about. Um, let's see most played. Uh, Valheim is top played. GTA 5 is still most played. I also heard that that was the most streamed game this year on Twitch. Like, more people watched Grand Theft Auto 5 being streamed, which is super weird to me. But, like, the, the role-playing community in that game is really big, so maybe that's what it is. Uh, Rust Winter Sale. Um, these are all games that have over 200,000 peak players. Um, the Rust uh, kind of survival game had over 200,000. Counter-Strike did. PUBG did. Apex did. Cyberpunk did, which I don't want to say surprises me, but that game that game had a, an interesting comeback. Dota 2 did. New World did. Uh, and Halo Infinite did. So I, uh, it's always interesting seeing how many of these are just free-to-play games. Um, let's see... Best of VR is kind of interesting. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which I've heard is really good. Half-Life Alex is really good from what I hear. Arizona Sunshine continues to be really good. That game came out a long time ago. Uh, maybe that's a five-year-old game. Um, did you ever play Skyrim VR call? You bought it, didn't you? I did. How do you what did you think about that? Um, I only played it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, it came with my PSVR. Sure. I didn't like specifically go, go out and get buy it. it. Yeah. Beat Saber's in there, which is great. Super hot's great. Uh, it's just always kind of interesting to see, you know, what people are playing on Steam and how what gets played on Steam differs from um, some other things. I guess finally, new releases uh, sorted by revenue. Uh, new World again sold a ton of copies immediately, and then everyone stopped playing it. Halo Infinite, I think, uh, specifically the multiplayer, a bunch of people played, but that was free. So I don't know how you measure gross revenue of a free game. That's kind of weird. Um, Back for Blood, Battlefield 2042, Age of Empires 4, which is surprising to me. Like I wouldn't think there'd be that many Age of Empire players. But here's here's a an outlier: Farming Simulator 22. That's a fifty dollar game. Do you think that Halo Infinite? That you could buy the full game and get through the demo. 
That could be. That could be. It's people that, or people that bought it and then played it. it. Yeah. Yeah. It also could just be a weird way of of Steam sorting things. Um, Valheim's out there. Again, I hear that's great. Um, Resident Evil Village is is one of their top sellers. That Naraka game, I've never heard of this game. Have you guys heard of this? Naraka Blade Point? Never heard of it. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I'm kind of glad that, that that went well. That's a game I, I hope to play at some point. Um, and then Outriders, which, man, that must have been a real bummer to a lot of people because that game was was rough. Um, and then Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 5. I think it's interesting there are two games on this list. Uh, actually, no. So Forza, Outriders, and Age of Empires 4, and Halo Infinite, and Back for Blood are all Game Pass games. So every single one of those games, it's free on the Xbox and still managed to get in the... I think some of them are also on the free on the PC. <coughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, if you, if you have... You could... Mm, I think all of those are free on the PC. Yeah. So that's an interesting that's an interesting statistic, is that you can get those if you're a member of Game Pass Ultimate for free, well, uh, but they're still like selling. Halo Infinite is one of the best-selling games on Xbox this month, and I'm like... Why? Yeah, like I just just get. I'm gonna say get, one more time. Hop on that Game Pass bandwagon. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Four months. Yeah, like and other games. It's weird to me, but whatever. You know, to each, to each their own, I suppose. So that's uh, that's the news for this week. We're gonna hop into other things now. Dylan, can you help me out? Hey, yo, Vinny, you got a question this week? He does have a question this week. He said he was real busy last week. He apologizes. Work has been incredibly hectic. I, I understand. Um, I have I have worked before. This may contain spoilers with your answers, but what are some of the biggest plot twists that stuck with you in the game in games? Can you think of a, a game that you played that had a really good plot twist, or maybe even just a really good, uh, really good story beats? I yeah, I think the funny thing is I can think of a lot of movies that have really good plot twists, but I don't know. If I can think of a lot of games that have really good plot yeah. twists, um, I think unfortunately games don't quite Bioshock. stick in your head yeah. as well. Bioshock. I think Bioshock's the the natural answer. Yeah, but um, um, the, the funny thing is, I know I've played a couple games in the last little bit that I'm like, wow, yeah. that was a pretty good like plot twist. I can't think. Yeah. Of um, Stories Untold actually had a pretty interesting plot twist in it. Yeah. Um, um, this isn't quite the same, but I I get really annoyed at the um. I don't know. I'm thinking of the first Uncharted when you are kind of like a treasure hunter, and then plot twist: they're zombies. Yeah, and I'm like, why is this? E- why why are there zombies in this game? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was very weird and strange, and I s- liked the game significantly less at that point. Yeah, no, I can see um, that. Also, I'm going to turn this into the worst plot twist in games, or weirdest, or the why plot twist um, game I really liked. What was it called? Now I can picture everything about it, but it was like a. It was during the time of like all games were like GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and it was kind of like a more of like a kung fu cop movie game. Kind of like Sleeping Dogs, but it was before that. Um I, it wasn't true True Crime Streets of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one. Uh, great game, and then all of a sudden you're underground fighting demons. And it's like, <laughs> what? I didn't get that far like, into that game, apparently. Yeah, like, no, like, you end up fighting, like, supernatural things 
and there's magic and stuff and it's like what is this game um it wasn't bad like it was just a very weird twist um so i i think i remember stuff like that more than actual like oh you got me yeah. with that twist i don't want to say uh, like tacoma oh jeez, god tacoma's got such a good plot twist like oh you can't i can't even hint around that because the the plot twist is so good yeah um i wouldn't say that auction free has a good plot twist but like you don't really see that plot coming um exactly um and i would say firewatch does a really good job of like i, I would say both firewatch and um gone home do a really good job of making you think there might be some kind of like <laughs> supernatural anti-twist. stuff going on, and then they're just. Absolutely I'm like, oh, Gone not. Home's a horror game. No, <laughs> yeah, um, but like both of those had a very good. But Firewatch had like this weird, like maybe there's aliens thing going on too, and there wasn't. <laughs> um, I think uh, both the Red Dead games. I don't want to say it was a plot twist, but both of them make you think that maybe everything's gonna be okay. Um, like, you know, you, 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 you get out of your life of crime, you start a farm and everything's okay. And it's not, you just, you get dragged back in. Um, and like the, there is a part of me that says like, oh man, wouldn't it be great though if that game could have just ended up with you being happy? I don't. I don't remember which which actor I was talking about the other day, or which I was reading about the other day. But they they said that whatever movie it was, like they were supposed to die in the end, or or something was supposed to go bad in the end, and they convinced the the producers to. Oh, it was it was. Um, <laughs> this is not a great example. Um, Rampage, the movie with the Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, the monkey's supposed to die in the end. And the rock was like, man, real life sucks enough. Like we don't have to kill the monkey, <laughs> and so they changed the plot of Rampage so so that the monkey could live. And I'm like, maybe maybe that's okay. Maybe that's all right. I say there was something with Suicide Squad where the like one of the characters was supposed to die, and they're like, oh wait, this guy's really good. Yeah. And so they kept them. Yeah. I've I've heard that like a few times, like. Um, Especially like TV and stuff. Yeah. That, you know, like the first season, this character is supposed to die. And then they're like, oh, that character's really good. We, we should like keep him around. Them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, if you've never seen The Prestige, um, this is not a video game, but man, if you've not seen The Prestige, the the plot twist in that movie is. It's a good twist. It's very, very. You will. I don't want to say you won't see that coming because I guess maybe there are people that are better at seeing things like that than I am. But man, I. I, I see that movie and sometimes I forget there's two twists. <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot, the second one. Good, good flick, good flick. Uh, see, that's what really sells a twist is when there's another. Uh huh. Fantastic movie, absolutely fantastic movie. Um, Miss Happy Child. What remains of Edith Finch also had a pretty good plot twist. I think oh, a lot of yeah. like walking Sims kind of <laughs> do a good because it's twist. more of a narrative yeah. thing. No, yeah. What remains of Edith to Finch tell. was good too. I want to say. Um, Oh shoot! What was that other walking sim that had a? I th- I, I want to think it had a pretty good one, but I can't remember the name of the game. So, uh, Miss Happy Childhood says my kid thinks the N sixty four controller was made for the Vortigaunts or Half Life. How do you feel about this theory? And if you don't know what those are, they're like the big like 
I didn't. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten. I had, to, I had to look it up. Um, I, how would you describe a, a Vortigaunt? Um, humanoid, um, single glaring red eye. Um, kind of hunchback. Kind of hunchback, but their hands only have two fingers. <laughs> Um, Which I think I have five fingers and I can't even handle an N64 controller. So I don't think I don't think this is going to have a very easy time. I want to say that the N64 controller was actually made for um, the six fingered man Goro? from oh. um, the Prince's Bride. Like maybe maybe he would have enough fingers to. To control yeah, I think Goro, he's got control. four hands. Right. Oh, yeah. Or what's his name? He this? can use and he three can of still them and hold then his eat beverage. like pizza pockets. Right. Or the, what's his name? He from, got a snacking uh, arm. From Star Wars. Um, the, like the robot bad guy with <laughs> forearms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Grievous. General Grievous. Grievous yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think that the, the Vortigaunt's an interesting take. Um, but I, I think you need more fingers, not less, to be honest. So uh, I, I think you guys are right. You need something with multiple multiple arms. Uh, okay, Colby, this question is for you, so why don't you ask it? Or from you? From Any you. Uh, gaming New Year's res- resolutions? I'm going to try and game thinner. Is that is that one of them, maybe? You're going to lose there, weight while anything? gaming? Let's <laughs> yeah. just going to only play beats here yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, is is there anything you want to do this year in games? I I think I need to get better at like cutting yes. bait. Oh. I need I, I it's way too old for me. I, I'm too old to get good, so that's that's not going to be it. Um, I need to get better at accepting that this game is not something I want to play, um, and not feeling bad about it because I did that. There are quite a few games that I started this year that I did not finish, but I think. A lot of them I put like 10 or 12 hours into them first. Um, and I think I need to be a little bit more willing to just stop because there are just too many games coming out. Like your game of the year list, I'm like, oh, shoot, I wanted to play that. Oh, shoot, I wanted to play that. Oh, man, I really wanted to play There's that. There's still time. Yeah. I think the problem is, is is every month there are three, four, five games that I want to play and I just can't play all of them. Um so I, I think I need to be better at just like popping into a game for two hours and going, ah, oh, that was a good experience and not feeling bad about not finishing it. Um, Have you tried sleeping less? You know, I I hit like my mid 40s and if I don't get like eight hours of sleep a night, I'm just worthless the next day. So um, it's not I, I tried that for a while. Like I was getting up at like six and playing video games for an hour and then uh, taking a shower and going to work, and I just can't do it anymore. I need I need more sleep than that. So no, no. What about you? You have any good video game resolutions? I would like to beat Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Why? I do, like because everyone says it is the greatest game ever made, and I just want to beat it because like I played it a bunch where I've gotten to like a certain part and just given up, but like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I just beat it, maybe there'll be some click that I don't know. I just want to do it. I've put thirty-five hours into that game. Uh huh. Same. I've tr- started over two or three times. Same. And I just, th- I just don't like the mechanics. Like mechanically, Same, I dislike that I, game. I, I constantly hear people say it was the best game of the decade. Yeah. And I want to understand it. Yeah. No, I, I think the thing is, is I think that 
I think at some point I just had to understand. I have to accept the fact that there are video games that other people like that I will never like. I'm never gonna like and, Dark and Souls. I'm never I, gonna like. Bloodborne. I understand that, but like, it's universally loved. I guess that's the thing is, is I understand why I don't like Dark Souls, and I don't I understand why I don't like Bloodborne. But I don't. I should love Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I absolutely should, and I just yeah. don't. Um, I know it's. I want someone to. Like, I know you can play that on the PC now, but I wonder if I can, like, play it on the PC and mod it. Because if I could, if I can mod away Unbreakable Weapons, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. My other one is I want to, uh, I want to beat Red Dead and the Undead Nightmare pack this year. I need to buy those because I really want to play Undead Nightmare. I've never played it. Get Undead Nightmare. It's on sale right now for five bucks, and I've seen oh, is Red it? Dead pretty much consistently for ten. Do you have to buy both of so them? So be fifteen. Yep, mm, I have 15. be fifteen bucks altogether. Generally, like right now, Red Dead's thirty, but it goes on sale quite often. So if you just watched it, I was actually going to piggyback on Joe's question, which is up next, and say that I have fifteen dollars in store credit. What should I buy with it? I, Maybe the answer maybe. is that. I'm next, actually. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, I meant after your questions, so. But, yeah, no, I think that, uh, I think that maybe maybe that's what I'll buy with it. Uh, did, did you have any New Year's resolutions, or New Year's gaming resolutions, Dylan, gaming specific? Um, I think I'm going to play The Witcher, actually, because I keep, like, starting to play it, and I play it for a few hours, and then uh-huh. I get distracted for a week, and then I'm like, what was what was I doing in this game? Maybe I should go in and back um, and play the Blood and Wine yeah. I would love to play The Witcher. I don't know, like that's another game that everyone loves, and I've I've played it three times now, and yeah. I get to about the same spot. Right, I'm like, like I'm on my third yeah. attempt. I'm I'm a um, big fan of playing that game with cheat codes because I I think that the mechanics in that game are kind of obnoxious. Like I wasn't really interested in the like. I've got two swords and I use one of them to kill one thing and one of them to kill another thing. And then I take these poultices and I rub those on my swords in order to do more damage to this thing. And like, I just wanted to hack at stuff with a sword and occasionally use some magic. Um, and I didn't want to die while doing it. Um, so I just turned on I'm invincible and played that game how I wanted to, which was mostly like Skyrim. So, like, turning on cheat codes in that game makes that game a lot more Skyrim-y, and I enjoyed it a lot more. So, eh, your mileage may vary, I guess. But, yeah. Um, the Witcher's very good. A lot of, a lot of good story there. So, um, Colby also uh, says, you can pick one movie, keep one actor, the rest are played by Muppets. <laughs> what? That's a big Twitter question Which right Which Muppet would you change? Um, my favorite answer is, is, what did you say, Dylan? I got one. Okay, go ahead. It's Doom. <laughs> is is the so it's just the rock the shooting Muppets? Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I would 100% watch that. Um, I just actually watched the Muppet Christmas Carol the other day. And uh, that's that's a mostly, it's it's mostly Michael Caine. And, uh, My cocaine. What did you say? My cocaine. Say that one more time. My cocaine. Oh, my, okay. So you say Michael Caine. <laughs> okay. I, it's, if you're saying it like he does, my cocaine. It, it mostly sounded like that your mic was breaking up every time. I'm like, what is Colby trying to say? Yes. Uh, my cocaine was, uh, 
was uh, in it. And it's mostly just him and the Muppets. And I, I heard that he kind of acted that entire movie as if the Muppets were actually actors. And it really shows. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You should totally watch him in Harry Brown after watching him in uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. What's Harry Brown? Um, Like a revenge flick. Like imagine Taken, but if it was Michael Caine. Interesting. I can get behind that. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the ones that I see the answer for most of the time is The Princess Bride, where I guess you could choose which person you wanted to be human. Um, I think probably... I think Andre the Giant. Either Andre the Giant. No, because there's some really good giant Muppets that I think would be good. I think the grandfather know, but... <laughs> would actually probably be the... like. I think I think it's weird because the grandfather is, is a human and everything else is a Muppet. I can get behind that. Um but just imagine Andre the Giant acting against only Muppets. I could see how. Or I, Wallace Shawn. I mean, Wallace Shawn is practically a Muppet, so I think I don't know if that counts or not. <laughs> him shouting inconceivable at Kermit. I, I'm a huge, like, huge Muppet fan. I love everything the Muppets have ever done, even the things that most people don't like that the Muppets have done. Um, so I could, I could, I could get behind that. Um, what else would make a really good? Speaking of Walshon, maybe just my dinner with Andre, but it's just Walshon and <laughs> a bunch of Muppets. Muppet. I want it to be like something really weird. Um, I'm like, I'm thinking like a, I don't know, Primal Fear, <laughs> like intense courtroom drama with multiple personalities and Richard Gere just interrogating Muppets. <laughs> Pretty Woman, but it's also just yeah. Richard Gere and Miss Piggy right. is played by. <laughs> And Julie Roberts a few good men with just a few good men with just Jack Nicholson <laughs> acting against Muppets. How about uh, how about um, uh, Saving Private Ryan? And it's <laughs> the only person. It's just uh, Matt Damon and a bunch of no, Muppets. No, no, no. I think it should just be Vin Diesel in that movie. And <laughs> right, <else> is a <laughs> Muppet. Oh, I just want all Muppet movies to be Muppet so, movies. So I ha- I have two two answers. Okay. One irreversible, which no one has seen, seen it. but an incredibly messed up movie. Very good, but like a movie that I got done watching and was just like, well, I'm never going to watch that again, <laughs> but like good movie. Um, but again, it would be not something that like you could have Muppets. I don't even know who the human would be in that. <laughs> Vincent Casale. I I mean, I could say Monica Bellucci, but that gets some scenes really more messed up yeah, than there yeah, are. Um, but I want face off. Oh my God. <laughs> Who's the human? But I want John Travolta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to switch faces with a Muppet. <laughs> no, no, no. For some reason, that's just not like, there's, like he switches, but he just stays the same and that's never explained. <laughs> How about Con Air and they're all Muppets except for, um, Steve Buscemi. Oh, Jesus. I was going to say, um, uh, oh, shoot. Nick Cyrus Cage? the Virus. Um, yeah. Malkovich. <laughs> but but I, Steve Buscemi might be the better choice. <laughs> you just want to see Kermit with that awesome I mullet? absolutely do. He lands and it's Miss Piggy. And I, I unironically love Con Air. It's a terrible movie. Absolutely terrible, terrible movie. movie. But I really, really, really like it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I quote the, <laughs> the, I, I wore a head through three states line yeah, all the yep. time. It's, it's my daughter's birthday. If you could just stop talking. Um, 
great, great, great flick. Um, Joe Coleslaw says, you have a $75 gift card, which is a very interesting gift card denomination uh, from my great aunt Gertrude. I do not have a great aunt Gertrude, unfortunately. Um, what game would you buy today if Game Pass didn't exist? That's a toughie. Um, the last not Game Pass game I bought was Far Cry 6, and I kind of am disappointed about that. <laughs> It probably pre-ordered the Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I that is kind of exciting to me. It's so I, I didn't realize it was actually coming out so soon. So this is kind of a good surprise for me. But it's so hard. Like I, I've been a Game Pass subscriber now for like I don't know three three years. How long is Game? When did Game Pass come out? Do you know? Because I can't. Uh, I want to see 2018. I don't remember a time before Game. But I mean, I kind of don't. Um, BGP. It, it's kind of dumb, but it's 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 been around long enough now that I, I have a hard time remembering how I did games before that. I mean, I guess I just bought a lot more games. Um, but it's so rare for me to want a game that's not on Game Pass. Like I'm I'm so Xbox centric, and I'm so game pass centric that it's hard for me to even think of what i would want if i didn't so i think the difficult thing for me is that like what game pass is like changed what games i look forward to right yeah and so if that didn't exist i'd probably be like i don't know the new call of duty yeah whatever some weird triple a game that yeah yeah but also like i don't know i would just probably look at my wish list and just buy something off of yeah. that i you know i think that that's the problem though is, is i'm so i'm way more into indie stuff i'm way more into walking sims i'm way more into life sims than i used to be that i i don't i don't actually know what the answer would be um because i i don't play the same kind of games now that i played 3 or 4 years ago so um I don't know. I think that's the thing is I often do have $75 in gift card for Xbox and I just like wait until <laughs> I mean I I rent I often have a couple hundred dollars in Xbox gift cards from Game Pass reward or from Microsoft rewards and rewards. I just hoard them like a dragon. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um anything that you would buy Dylan? Anything that you're Oh, you said the the Pokémon game. Yeah. Pokémon, yeah. yeah. Uh, Megan says, what what game do you think that was released this year was the biggest flop? Like, what game hit hardest? Um, I, I was going to... I mean, it has to be Cyberpunk. I was going to say Cyberpunk, but Cyberpunk came out last year. Mm-hmm. Did it? I thought it came out in March this year. No. I think it came out, like... Because so. remember, it, they, they uh, delayed it. And so the the people that uh, the people that got their bonuses only got bonus for like twenty days of sale. It came out December tenth of twenty twenty. Uh, yeah. That was going to be my answer too, but apparently it came out last year. September. September yeah. Another game. For some reason, that I thought it was going to be March. Yeah. I think is better than everyone. Yeah, else so I was going to say I was going to say Grand Theft Auto, but Dylan fine. would fight about it, and I'm not up to that tonight. Yeah. I'm tired. It's like eight thirty at night. Um. What other I Bale and Wonderworld? <laughs> um so one that I will say I was actually talking to my wife about this um right before the podcast. And I don't think it's the biggest flop, but I think maybe the game that didn't live up to its expectations um but it wasn't its its fault like um so I'll just stop tap dancing is I think maybe 12 minutes. I think that yeah. 
people saw the trailer for 12 minutes and lost their damn minds and thought that it looked it had a really good yeah the trailer was trailer. so good and and after playing it there was nothing they showed in the trailer that wasn't in the game um what they just didn't show was you having to play the same thing over and over and over and over again um but i think that it's an interesting game because i mean if you had to rate it what would you give it called like a 7 or 8 probably a 6 well i don't know like <laughs> the first how if, if the game's four hours, the first three were like an eight, and then after that it was kind of a six. Yeah. Um and like I'm the same way, is I thought it was a pretty pretty solid seven or eight. Like I, I would recommend it to people. We'll go seven. Um like if someone said should I play twelve minutes, I'd say absolutely you should play twelve minutes. It's it's short and it's really interesting. Like it does a lot of things that video games don't do. Um like absolutely try it. But I think that everybody thought that game was gonna be a ten. Um and so then when it came out and it was only an eight, people were like, oh, that game sucked. And it didn't suck. It just wasn't It wasn't as good as you thought it was going to be. Um, and so I think that that game, like I almost didn't play it because a lot of people were like, I don't know, it was all right. And I think what people meant was it was. it's absolutely worth playing. It just wasn't the game I thought it was going to be. It wasn't as amazing and, and uh, mind-boggling as I thought it was going to be. And I, I think that's a game that... That unfortunately did kind of flop a little bit, and like I said, it's not—it wasn't their fault. They just had a really good trailer, <laughs> um, and maybe a game that wasn't. I mean, I, I guess the thing is, I can't say that it wasn't the game they wanted to make um, because I mean, I'm pretty sure it was. It just was—it yeah. wasn't as good as the trailer was. So, uh, Prime fan says, "What are your plans for New Year's? Do you have any big New Year's plans?" I mean, question one, do you stay well, up until I'm, midnight? I'm married to someone who, I mean, honestly, at 7.30 is usually asleep. So unless I want to celebrate New Year's by myself. I, I, I most of the time, like, because I, like, I don't go to, like, a New Year's party. I don't, I don't have, I don't have friends. Uh, I think the last time I actually, like, went out for New Year's was probably in, like, 20... 2020 like probably 2001 2002 and we went to first night in salt lake and mostly we're just like it's really cold here and everything's closed like what are we supposed to do just like hang out here in the cold until midnight and there's fireworks um and it was not a great experience so i i don't i don't go out so usually we just like watch movies until midnight which means that about 10 30 i fall asleep every 10 minutes and then they wake me up and then i fall asleep and then they wake me up for an hour and a half until midnight and then i'm like screw this i'm going to bed <laughs> so that that we'll just have to see I, I don't know if i'll even stay up until midnight this year well it's not my big <laughs> deal for me so how about you dylan you are you a big new year's celebrator um that's the day we do like our uh secret santa exchange with our friends oh that's fun so, um that's our it's a traditional thing, the group of friends. So I like that. That's a that's um, a good idea. Of course, Dylan. it's snowing. Yeah. So so we'll see how this year goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. That's that's a cool tradition. Like I could get behind that. Like less less yeah. about New Year's and more about just like hanging out with your buds. Right. That's it's, cool. We wait till after Christmas, and then all our friends can get together on kind of the same yeah. day. And, um do our gifts and stuff that's whatever. smart i like that that's a good tradition I've, sir i've got breaking video game oh i love breaking dylan i saw the breaking news john madden died boop, 
I think that was the wrong order, but yeah, good enough. That's too bad. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I if you'd asked me, like, hey, true or false, John Madden is already dead, I would have said, uh, right, yeah, maybe 80, 85. <laughs> is that what it said? Yeah, oh, bummer. Well, rip John Madden. Um, I wait, was he on the cover of the Madden this year? <laughs> Damn, too soon. <laughs> Well, one of us is going to hell, and it's Colby. Um, all right. Well, thanks for the questions, everyone. Appreciate it. Uh, quick round of cheap free games, because there's not a whole lot going on right now. Um, PlayStation Plus gets announced tomorrow, so I don't know what it is. Sorry. Uh, games with gold, uh, January 1st to the 31st is... 31st? 31st? 31st is Neurovoider, which I have never heard of. Um, That's not a word. A ground is January 16th through February 15th. Also not a word. Radiant. It's good. <laughs> Radiant Silver Gun is uh, the 1st of the 15th, so that's a backwards compatible. And then Space Invaders Infinity Gene is the 16th through the 31st. So, I don't know. A ground is pretty good. It's uh, kind of like Terraria. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, man, if, if there was a game that I could say I wish had a better console port... <laughs> It would sure be Terraria because I really, really, really enjoy Terraria, and it is sure a terrible port. To... I will say I enjoyed Terraria like three years ago, yeah. and with all of the updates, I tried to play it again. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not like like all the updates. Oh, and interesting. Stuff. It felt entirely different and not interesting. A, a ground does have a very positive. Uh, over almost overwhelmingly positive on on Steam. So, I own it. It's it's a good game. I might want to give that a try. I'm curious what Neurovoider is because that sounds completely made up. Um, it has a seven out of ten on Steam. It is currently three fifty. If you want to buy it on uh, the PC, it looks. It's a twin stick shooter RPG set in a cyber futuristic world about brains shooting around evil robots with nuclear rocket launchers. I, I oh, yeah. still don't know what that means. It looks uh, looks very pixely. Apparently, I own it already as well. It's in my Steam library, so eh, maybe maybe it's fine. Um, you can buy it in a bundle with Scourgebringer, and Scourgebringer is very cool. So um, Let's see. And then Game Pass, uh, The Anacrusis is coming out January 13th. Paparazzi is coming out January 20th. And Windjammer 2 is also coming out January 20th. I would not be shocked if we get another dump of... Um, yeah, uh, Game Pass games in the next couple of days, probably coming out in that like 15th to the 30th. I don't think there's a lot coming out the, f the first two weeks, but I think there'll probably be another Game Pass dump for the last half of, of January. So I think that's it. Do you guys have anything else to chat about? No. Yeah, yeah. Well, excellent. Have go make a snowman. Have uh, Dylan's gonna go make Book a snowman. Book of Boba Fett uh, tomorrow. That's or true. Today, when you're listening. Oh, to this, very exciting. Yesterday, when you're listening to this, I don't know. Uh, time. My Alexa doesn't understand, and she won't Wednesday. shut up. She's still very confused. Hi, Alexa. <laughs> no, she's still. Talking. Alexa, set a twenty-minute timer. <laughs> I hope everyone's listening on headphones. Um, she just told me there's a, a, a an app called Make Me Smart and asked if I wanted to install it. I'm like, mm. ooh, Chris getting burned. <laughs> Alexa. 
Uh, we're Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us. At- Cliff, we've noticed you're a dumbass. Would you like to change that? Uh, I would like to change it. It's too late. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. Thanks to Rich for maintaining that website because otherwise it would not be maintained. <laughs> I'm going to dinner with Rich this weekend. I'm excited. Um, let's see. You can follow us on social media at Facebook.com, Twitter.com, or Instagram.com slash BiteMePodcast. You can join our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can come hang out in our Discord server with all of us fine people at bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. And you can support our Extra Life team by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Extra Life. <sighs> Dylan, give us the last bit of good news from 2021. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.